Audio. This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best. Hello and welcome to Obsessed with Joseph Scrimshaw on Feral Audio. I am your host. My name is still Joseph Scrimshaw. Have you ever wanted to be a god that controls the fate of puny mortals? Well, of course you have. You are going to love this week's episode that is all about comedian Phoebe Bottoms' obsession with the video game The Sims, with a side obsession about her new bangs. As always, you'll also hear our co-producer, Sarah Meyer, interviewing random human beings around Los Angeles and seeing how they feel about The Sims. Do they know The Sims? Are they addicted to The Sims like it was meth for their PC? Are they like me? Are they frightened that the real world is actually a Sims video game and the asshole playing their lives is just terrible at video games? We will find out. But before we dive deep into the seedy world of simulated humanity, it's time to answer a listener-submitted question about their personal obsession. I throw out requests for obsessions like this on my Facebook and Twitter, so if you have an obsession, and of course you do, and you'd like it addressed, follow me on the social media as at Joseph Scrimshaw. This week, my Facebook friend named Ferris Oxide says, I am obsessed with Scott Bakula. Is it okay that I even watch him in sports movies despite really disliking sports? My initial strong gut answer is yes, of course it's okay. Look, Scott Bakula is a great actor to be obsessed with because he's not a controversial choice. To me, loving Scott Bakula is like loving a light breeze. No one is ever going to be upset that you like a light breeze. No one is going to write hate blogs about a light breeze. There are no tumblers called Fuck a slight wind. Scott Bakula is like pepperoni on a pizza. Some people might try to avoid him because of dietary restrictions or whatever, but no one's going to be shocked or disgusted that you tried to put him on a pizza. It's not like you're going nuts and trying to put pineapple, i.e. John Travolta, on there. You're not putting a whole stick of beef jerky, James Franco, or a big pile of kale and Hathaway on the pizza. No, it's just pepperoni. It's Scott Bakula. It's really good, but if you don't like it, that's fine too. Now, I'm not judging any of these celebrity pizza toppings. I'm just saying no one's going to rage flip the table over Scott Bakula meat. They might flip a table over the phrase Scott Bakula meat, but that could be a table flip of rage or excitement. The point is, I think Scott Bakula is a great actor to be obsessed with because even if he's starring in a movie about a topic that you're not into, like sports or just a plain old horrible movie, like if he remade Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants and decided to play all the roles for some reason, it wouldn't matter. Because Scott Bakula already has the perfect excuse for any poor decision. Anytime you see Scott Bakula doing something you don't like, you can just imagine it's not his fault. It's just extended Quantum Leap fan fiction, and he was forced to jump into the voice work for Cats Don't Dance, which, according to Wikipedia, is a real movie from 1997 and not a Tumblr of funny cat videos. So yes, I say fuck yeah to a Scott Bakula obsession, and I can't wait to see him star in the new sports movie Sporting Sports and the Sports Players Who Sports Them, starring me, hi, I'm Scott Bakula, deal with it. Anyway... Thanks for the fun question, Ferris, and I hope that helped a little bit. 
Now on to the best part of any podcast, plugs and the plugging pluggers who plug them. This very podcast, Obsessed, is made possible by your kind support on Patreon. If you'd like to help the podcast keep growing and coming out every week, you can sign up by visiting patreon.com slash josephscrimshaw. You will also get access to our patron-only bonus episodes for as little as a buck a month. One dollar monthly shows i do shows i've got a bunch of stand-up and storytelling shows coming up in los angeles but the big one right now is called head cannon it is tomorrow friday april 1st at nerdish showroom it's a new comedy game show about pop culture that i'm doing with my pal from thrilling adventure hour in the current season of the venture brothers hal lublin the show features guests will wheaton jeremy carter audience prizes laughter smells other things you can only get from a live comedy experience tickets are available now on my website at joseph scrimshaw.com slash live dash shows but now sit back relax make all of your sims sit down relax and put their headphones on too as you thrill to phoebe bottom's obsession with her bangs but mostly the sims Hello and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm sitting in my home with an awesome person who now has bangs. I got bangs. <laughs> Phoebe Bottoms. Hi, and my bangs. <laughs> Phoebe Bottoms and her bangs. A great band name. It is. And I feel like we missed our era. Me and the bangs. Me, you and the bangs? <laughs> yeah, it was. it's a Bangles cover band oh, that cool. I feel like nobody, but we're a couple musicians short, so, so it's just bangs. It's just you and the bangs. It's just, just me and the bangs. You and your hair. Uh, I bring up the bangs because when you arrived here today... That's it's, what you're most obsessed with in the moment. It's literally been my entire life for the last four days, and before that, like a quarter of my life for the last six months to a year. So how long were you, you were thinking about getting them for six months? I feel like I've been thinking about getting them since I lost them in second grade. And now... <laughs> now was I've, it a fire? How did you lose them? <laughs> it, was a, it was a dark and stormy night and they couldn't see the road very well. <laughs> it took a turn too fast and they were gone. Your bangs were gone. There they went. All long along hair. Along with my innocence. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I finally... Was I was getting ready for my next haircut and put a lot of thought into yeah. like, do I do it? Do I take the leap? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I decided yes. Today's the day. They call it a fringe, actually. Oh, a fringe. It's like the the legal term. <laughs> <laughs> did you have to sign a document that said you're okay getting fringe? I did. It was a waiver. Okay. Saying, yeah. Um, but yeah, and now I talk about them so much that two days ago my husband was very seriously like, I can't anymore. Just no more. Please don't talk about your bangs. <laughs> How has your life changed now that you have bangs? Oh, Do you boy. feel more, more confident? I, f- I feel like I'm surprised that when I didn't have bangs... People didn't just see me and set me on fire. <laughs> where they were like so appalled yeah. by an unbanged me. That that when, so you thought when people were seeing you, they were seeing your potential of being a great bangs person or even and saying just, she's letting, letting this go. Or even just like knowing what it's like now that I was such a valueless person. And that's not <laughs> that doesn't go for everyone without bangs. I'm not yeah, a monster. I, I just for me personally. Okay. Yeah, I just don't see any value in myself before four days ago. <laughs> I think you're probably joking a little bit. I mean. Well, just. You can a think that if you like. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was uh, it was a major decision. And now that I have them, people feel comfortable coming up to me and saying, you know, I'd like bangs. And oh, I'm, you know, and I'm like, look, we have a group. 
that meets every Thursday to you know since that's the day I got them. So it's why a are weekly people thing. why are people now that you've become an an ambassador of bangs? Yeah. you probably understand this. Why are people obsessed with making the decision pro or against? If bangs go wrong, what happens? I think you look like a child. I think okay. you. I think you look like. It's weird because it's it's part of your face then. Like hair is part of your face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, real particular about my hair. Yeah. A woman once who was trying to sell me a wedding ring in a place <laughs> where there were wedding rings. It wasn't just like in an elevator like, hey, you want to buy a wedding <laughs> it just ring? Wasn't, it wasn't a trench coat. No. <laughs> wedding ring, God, I wish it, I, That's where I would have bought it from. But she was like, she was pushing real hard for an expensive ring and tried to convince me to buy it. By being like, it's the only accessory besides your hair that we wear every day. And I was like, what about your skin? And she didn't have an answer to that. Anyway, that woman does now make a valid point. I finally understand where she's coming from. Right. Because they are an accessory. Right. And they're a statement. They're a statement. I'm saying, look at me, world. I have bangs. <laughs> and you're either going to be fun, playful adult. Right. Who looks fashionable in now. Or if they go slightly you're wrong, gonna, third grader. You're going to look like... Like third chair trombone player, <laughs> if you have the wrong kind of bangs. Okay. Yeah. And so, like today, I told you earlier, yeah. like I was walking with a friend uh, and past a vague, like not even a mirror wall, just kind <laughs> of a vaguely reflective surface. Like a, a dull sort of stone. Yeah. And then like Narcissus like doubled back <laughs> like a cartoon character to check who, I, who was looking at me in the mirror and I, I went and I looked at my bangs and walked away and my friend was like why were you, what were you doing why were you looking at that woman I was like what woman the <laughs> place had been full of people and I oh, didn't okay. see I hadn't seen like my ocular nerves have been shut off right. to other humans like I was so focused in on what my bangs looked like so I didn't even recognize fellow human beings existing right you're like wearing your own virtual reality helmet where you only see your own bangs I I I think part of it is they don't obstruct my vision yet. Yeah. But they're like in my eye line. So I'm I'm going to say that that's why. <laughs> just gonna, enough to say, hey, remember, I'm just here. Just enough to validate like, oh, that's why I didn't see you. It's not because I'm, I'm so <laughs> consumed by myself. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I have become so stupid since getting them too. I asked, <laughs> I asked same, the same friend earlier very seriously like, what would it look like if you just like cut the bangs off? Like if you just like if you didn't have hair on your forehead. Right. I guess you'd just look like a bald man. I think she was like, yeah, she's like, you just described someone who doesn't have bangs. You would look like a really poorly designed Star Trek The Next Generation alien. I think That's what I thought. Yeah. But she seemed to think it was just me not being able to fathom not having bangs. (laughs) What was the world like before bangs? Is that even an era? (laughs) Uh, Cool. Well, I'm I'm glad to get a little bit of insight. I'm glad to talk about it. I hear people talk about them a lot. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, but it's I wanna... become an epidemic. <laughs> a good epidemic, right? Hey, I'm happy about Sweeping it. Sweeping the nation. There it um, goes. So I want to talk a little bit about your main obsession, but first, yes. can you tell people a little bit about who you are and what you do besides having great bangs? Sure thing. And thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm Phoebe Bottoms. I am a comedian and a puppeteer. So many people say I am a comedian with an emotion. Either a question mark yeah. or just world weariness. I feel like if you say it as a declaration, you're not really that thing. Oh. Like if you're that sure about 
your trajectory <laughs> right. like you're probably bluffing <laughs> i don't you, know you feel it by saying it you're invalidating it. i'm a comedian yeah like, there that you doesn't go. sound right i'm Does a comedian it? i'm a comedian it. like I was you're born a young comedian like that's how you talk to a parent you're trying to get validation from not like to yourself in reality where it's like i'm a comedian yeah do you have business cards that say comedian question mark i think they say sloth enthusiast oh nice but they're stupid business cards they're like real bad i i printed them off for a last minute trip to the world series of comedy like four years ago okay didn't use them once (laughs) wasn't a good networker yeah i'm like I thought it's so funny. I thought then that was how you wheel and deal. It is with Kinko's, (laughs) with Kinko's brand. Yeah, awful business cards. I think you can be really effective with better business cards than what I have. Yeah, but I was very confident that what I had created by myself was (laughs) just a like my Twitter handle. I'd put the little bird. Oh, like I used the signals. So you, not yeah. signals the symbols of this of said thing like yeah. a little telephone and my phone number i and thought that was really clever a little rubber chicken for comedian oh that's a great idea <laughs> no. you know maybe that's a missing link i don't think so I've, I've had business cards that have rubber chickens on them many many years ago did it, it, it didn't impress anyone no i'm impressed retroactively uh, oh, oh, good, good. you know what? i don't think comedy is a business card business is the problem yeah you can't convey much information with a business card right and I think it's like the paper version of what you were saying. It's saying it so in such a confident way right. that it undermines. It does. It does. Because it looks kind of like you have an agenda. I feel like anytime someone asks for a card, right? it's also like, it feels a little dismissive, just in my experience. Okay. Where it's like, oh, do you have a card? Like, right. You're not going to get... Because then I don't have to talk to you, human. Right. Then it's like, oh, I'll deal with you later. <laughs> That's what that says to me is, I'll look you up. Yeah. But I'll probably lose it between... If they're serious, it's like, oh, let me get your name, and they put it in their phone. Yeah. But if you get a business card, you put it in that part of the wallet where you get, like, Quiznos receipts. Right. I'm going to clean you're this like, out I don't... in six months. Right. You're like, I don't know what to do with it. I guess I'll shove it in here with Phoebe. <laughs> Phoebe Bottoms. I think that was yeah. her name. Yeah. And it is also weird to hand them out because it, it business cards are normally for like a specific service. So right. it's like here, if you need a comedy. Exactly. Comedy you need? Business card. <laughs> Very confident. So you are a comedian though. I am a comedian. Despite uh, any doubt. Yes. Uh, I think. You are. Okay. You do comedy. Therefore, do. you are a comedian. <laughs> is that basic logic? I think I haven't so. taken logic. <laughs> I took it a long time ago and I'm, I think I got a B? I mean, Minus? you just ex- you just showed me B grade level logic <laughs> skills. There's going to be a lot more of that coming. Oh, thank God. Okay, <laughs> so you have a comedy show that you I host do. here in Los Angeles. I produce and uh, and host f- along with a couple other people who founded the show a long time ago, um, the Comedy Palace, which is in the upstairs department <laughs> um, if something has levels it's a department it's a department, it's a department. Um, comedy department <laughs> it's like macy's anyway so there's it's an old chinese restaurant i don't know how old but it looks like it feels it's old. super cool yeah and it's like in another era it's like in the era of chinese restaurants it feels very lofty to do comedy there i've done the show in the yeah. past in most uh, comedy shows in LA are in a back room of something. Right. Comic book store, Chinese restaurant, but this one is above the restaurant. You get your so it own, feels very lofty. You get your own room. Yeah. It's like it's 
it's uh, a feeling of independence, which is <laughs> nice. Like anytime you get your own, I'm free section. and on top of the world. Yes. I have my own bedroom. It's, it's on like, top of a Chinese restaurant, like a studio apartment. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's been that's been really nice. I enjoy that. So yes, awesome. I feel weird about saying I'm a comedian when I don't have anything going on. Okay. So I have I have a thing. Right. So you have a thing now. I have a thing. Yeah. I do I do comedy. Cool. That's as confidently as you'll ever hear me say that. I do comedy. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about your obsession then. Okay. So your obsession is The Sims. Yeah. So what first got you hooked on The Sims? What is your like first Sims experience? I'm obsessed with the nostalgia of it. Mm. And it was an old... Like, I don't know if I've played a video game in Nyon three years okay, i think so my way husband pre-bangs. we set can we not talk about that Sorry. Can we not bring, i don't it like throws me off to think about who i was Fair without enough. bangs Fair okay enough. that's my old life thank you it's before phoebe it's before the real me yeah it's the resurrection i post easter bangs that doesn't matter okay we're okay so here's the thing i i think the last video game i played was like on a 12 inch screen i played pikmin Okay. Like three years ago. But I'm still obsessed with The Sims. Like I still love the bygone era of it. Okay. Because I played it so much when I was little. Because I think it was before parents caught on. They were just like, oh, she's quiet. Here, take the Sony Vio into your room. You're just quietly (laughs) doing something. It's not that the video games are raising you. And I wasn't like, I wasn't like young enough that it was a concern. Like, oh, you should, you know. Like I went to Waldorf, so I think at that point my parents were like, "You're, you've, you're fine. Okay, <laughs> you have an imagination that we've, you know, you can make stuff out of sticks." So <laughs> they teach fine. you at Waldorf. What a weird upbringing. And, and now uh, yeah. Waldorf is the is that the arts high school? It's a. I went there for preschool. It's like pre K through twelfth grade, and okay. I think they have a college. Don't quote me on that. Okay. Um, but it's like. A hippie, vaguely culty program. And is it in Minnesota? I know you are like, it's you from Minnesota. Okay, I am cool. from Minnesota. Oh, but the Waldorf schools, right? They're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So it's uh, it's cool. It's cool. They but they have a lot of strict rules about okay. like what you can and can't do. So like, which makes it a little scary. Like yeah. even just recently, I was like, wait, what? What happened there? <laughs> so you're not allowed to watch TV at all. Okay. They discourage books with pictures. They discourage toys that have been manufactured. Monsters. With, with faces. They <gasps> don't want you playing with toys that have faces. So they'd be okay with like a tank, but Thomas the Tank Engine is evil. If that tank were made out of wool and okay. twine. They'd be probably okay with it, but it has some connotations of conflict. So let's just assume that you could have. <laughs> so, oh, that's a horrible thing to teach you that human well, emotion is here. No, no, no. But here's the thing about it, which I'm like, all right, is it's because they want you to be able to use the height of imagination possible. So you right. project the emotion onto it. So, okay. but it's terrifying to actually think about it. So my mom, uh, Went, said that one of the things about it that was probably why we didn't continue is that it then becomes their full-time job. Like, it's a whole thing. You're like, There's, like, mandatory activities for the parents okay. to do. And so she had to make me, like, a rag doll 
With no face. With no face. It was terrifying. <laughs> she had to make you a Doctor Who Because she's not a textile person. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the term is. She's not good at it. Right. It was fine, but... Uh, Did she make you a freakish, bad, what? monstrous... No, doll with it, no face? it was as scary as a blue rag doll with no face can be. Not very, Sounds but... Sounds very scary to me. Post, like, now that I'm looking back on it, it's more upsetting to me than I think it was then. I just okay. didn't know any better. They also... Oh, my God. They also take your name away from you and give you a symbol. I was sailboat for my first introduction into society, into, like, as an R- autonomous person. Really? Yeah, they're like, you're sailboat. And they assigned you sailboat. They didn't yeah. let you pick sailboat. They should totally have let me pick sailboat. Yeah, they want you to be creative. Or something, because it wouldn't have been sailboat. I'm not a sailboat. Look at me yeah. right now and tell me that my name is sailboat. No, you're not a sailboat. It's not. What would it? What would you... Uh, uh, oh, man, that's a that's a hard even challenge. Like, even like, like can would yeah, be better. Can. Like a can. Uh, I would say uh, uh, slightly deflated basketball. That's perfect. That's much better than sailboat. <laughs> it sounds really insulting, but it no, felt no, honest no. in the moment. It described that. We'll deal with that later. <laughs> Fair enough. I feel like oh, that's, that's maybe the best description of me anyone's ever conjured up. Nothing about me says sailboat. No. It's, and it's also weirdly affluent for the yeah. Waldorf people to be pushing. I think by the time they got to me, even though I'm early in the alphabet, they like ran out of ideas. Are they all affluent? Are some of the names things yeah. like textiles made by poor people? That's Tennis your name court. now. Tennis court. <laughs> no, I mean, they're very Gold like... bullion. They're like all made out of granola. So I th- all the people who work there. Okay. So like, I don't, I don't know where Sailboat came from. It was a pretty standard Sailboat yeah. though. It was like Old Man in the Sea. So, did the, But did the old man have a face? I mean, he w- there, there wasn't an actual old man in the sailboat. There wasn't an old man in the sailboat. Okay. Had there been no face for him. <laughs> um, so what? Oh, yeah. And it was anyway. So they like wouldn't let you. They wouldn't say no to stuff you were doing because they really it was about self-exploration, right. which they got. They had some issues with with me because the school was in the like lower level of a church next to a county road. And that county road had a little runoff swamp okay. underneath it which was like our play area and i would go there with a stick and scoop pond scum off of it and suck on it and they were like <laughs> you definitely can't do that but we don't know how to tell you that without if that's how you want to express yourself sailboat i want it eating to... pond scum that's like all i want i was a sailboat i was nautical i wanted to connect <laughs> so it was co- but it was covered in gasoline because it was right next to this road right so that's kind of a health issue a safety oh, it's issue. real bad to suck on gasoline soaked duckweed <laughs> out of a swamp that smells like i remember the smell of it i also ate dish soap okay it was a bummer it was like a total shame but they were like they were so much happier when i'd like bring my dead fish wrapped in cellophane and go bury it in the woods that was yeah. another thing i did okay so they'd kind of redirect me i think but i think that's also why i'm bad at math now is because i'm just like riddled with oil the- i'm full of crude right. i'm half crude oil you're half crude oil thanks waldorf and so they were like go play with your sticks like we had a tree house in our classroom oh which was in cool. the inside your classroom yeah was that a tree was tree in there too or just a tree house like a dead tree i think it was like it was like I don't have a picture of it. It looks like a like Deadwood sort of. Okay. What is that? Not Deadwood. There That's were no laws in the treehouse yeah. also. <laughs> and they said uh, cocksucker a lot. No, yeah. it's a uh, petrified wood. Petrified. Oh yeah. I think I think that's what it was. And they like built this cool treehouse. But like everything we did was like 
sticks and leaves. So there are these little like stick structures. It's where the yellow king in True Detective would send his kid oh, okay. to school, barring that he didn't murder that kid first. <laughs> right. If the kid made it past the yellow king and he was like, I'll nurture you. I'm going to send you to Waldorf. Okay. So you could learn how to make <laughs> demonic twig, you know. With no figures. faces. So With no faces. Maybe you went to Waldorf. Maybe I did. I, I could still become a serial killer. <laughs> I believe in you. So, okay. So now going back to The Sims. So yeah. I didn't progress through Waldorf. My mom wanted me to. I don't know what happens. I got chewed up and spit out in the public school system, yeah. which I'm very happy for, yeah. by the way. So I think that my excitement for this video game, I can't tie it back to Waldorf. I don't know how to do that. I guess maybe the deprivation in my young childhood of so, technology then brought me to The Sims later. That's the best like the, I can do. Did you like the structure of it? Of Waldorf of, or no, the, the Sims? Sims? Oh, the, the, yeah. I don't. I liked. They all had faces. Let, I'm going to level with you, Scrimshaw. <laughs> Thank you, Bottoms. You. Here's the things I liked about The Sims. I liked to set them on fire and watch them have sex. <laughs> Those are the only things I did. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to build a society. I played SimCity. Okay. When I was little in my friend's, my best friend's basement. Okay. And that was like, okay. It's like, oh, yeah, we can build a tower and some aliens will come and eat it. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So I haven't played The Sims. So oh, okay. Because I like video games a lot, but I right. border on addiction problems. And The Sims yeah. always seemed like that's oh, man. a recipe for addiction. It's a total bummer. Like you're really, you get sucked down this rabbit hole. Yeah. Because, so here's what I would do. I would go into settings, and there's a box that mm -hmm. says free will. Oh. And you can uncheck that box. <laughs> and so I would build them this, like, palatial home. I found a cheat code that gave you all the money you could ever want. It was okay. semicolon, semicolon, rosebud. I still remember it because <laughs> I hope maybe I can apply that to my real life someday. Do you just try to enter that in random computers yeah, and see if I you just, get things? I go into the library and I give it a shot. <laughs> it hasn't worked yet. But sometimes I find nickels. Cool. In the library. So, coincidence? I don't think so. I think so. so. I don't <laughs> think so. Um, so, I would take their free will, and then I'd build them this amazing home. And it would be beautiful. I'd give them a pool, because I'm a benevolent overlord. Okay. Yeah. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not a monster. You were giving them a good life. Gave them a great life. I let them get so happy. They were just like, oh, what bliss. We, you know, we're great. Did the, you, uh, Sims. While you were doing that, did you think, I'm giving them a better life than I have when I'm eating pond scum off a stick? No, that's the happiest I've ever been. Until now that I have banks. Too high. The height of my satisfaction as a human is sucking on pond scum. <laughs> I'm, I can never get back there. Yeah, you can Everything never. I do is just trying to get back to pond scum. <laughs> that's what comedy that's really is That's my rosebud. That's my rosebud. <laughs> when you die, <laughs> sucking on pond scum. Semicolon, semicolon, rosebud. Just, they're like, what is it? Oh, it's this scum. Okay, so you okay. built them this beautiful so life. So I built them this beautiful home. And then some time would go by. And I'd it's get just them one in... family in this version of Sims. It's like a guy. It's like okay. a bachelor. A, you know. Okay. Just some dude. He's Did he have a name? Dude. Um, you know, I don't remember what I named them. Probably, I named a lot of things like Bob. But, but he had his own name and it was a human name. Let's call him Dennis. Dennis. Yeah. Okay. You, you gave Dennis a beautiful place life. Such a, I like got him interested in the arts. <laughs> then I moved another woman in. Let's call her Marian. Okay. Marianne. Marianne. I like Marianne. Marianne. Let's call her Marianne okay. and Dave. Dennis and Marianne. Dennis and Marianne. Okay, Dennis and Marianne. So I would get her like interested in art and he would become 
a good scientist, you could buy them this uh, like science kit. Okay. And it got the, I got a lot of those in the house. Anyway, so a day would come when I'd be like, "Hey, maybe you got you guys seem really comfortable. I feel like maybe you should, you know, you should experience some discomfort." <laughs> so I, I would like. I'll just go through the, the list of things that I would do to them. It's okay. easier than stringing it together yes. as a narrative. Okay, fair enough. Uh, one thing I would do is I would uh, keep them from going to the bathroom <laughs> forever because <laughs> they needed me to tell them to go because I am their lord. Right. Uh, I, I, I need to insert yes, a, a question just do. on a practical level. Absolutely. This version of Sims, yes. what version of it? Ma- like the first one. Like Sims. Okay. This is like. So all the things you were doing to them were things that. You normally could do in the game. They weren't elaborate yeah. cheat codes you had discovered. No, no, no. This okay. is the beauty of The Sims. This is why it's such a good game is because you can... Just control them. Yeah. Okay, so you oh, would... Oh, it's a you great would, game. You would refuse them bathroom privileges. I would. So they... But they would become... Their little, like... Their diamonds floating above their heads should be bright green. Right. As green as a fresh They're happy meadow. and balanced. And... I would, it would become ruby red very quickly. <laughs> and does that mean just rage? That they yeah. are like shaking their fists like, at God because they can't piss? No, that's, that's like a nice, like a nice Christmas red. Okay. But the, t- the red I would get them to is like, death is better. Satan is Begging chewing on my death. soul. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, like imagine ha- like having to pee so bad, but you can't until an invisible hand Oh, allows yeah. you to. I have a tiny bladder and I'm in misery right now just thinking about it. Absolutely. So that ruby red. Okay. So you- so they would be like, oh, I have to pee. And then they would finally just piss their pants and okay. be standing in a pool of their own urine. Right. And then I'd make them plug a lamp in and they'd get electrocuted. <laughs> okay. And I was, boy, when I found that out. Yeah. Great day. Yeah, amazing discovery. So then uh, they would have all the sex. Okay. Because that was kind of, I was like, oh, yeah. you can do this. Well, let's, gonna, I want to separate yeah. murder from sex, just for fun. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, that's a separate section. You're right. Okay, so let me, let you set them on fire. Set well. them on fire. So I... How else did you torture them? Well, uh, here's the other thing. You can, as I mentioned earlier, the the science kits... He really loved those. Okay. But the funny thing is, is I think he was, it must have been meth. Because if you do it wrong, they explode. So a fun thing to do <laughs> is uh, build a room with no door around them. With okay. It's just him and the science kit. And he, he Just Dennis does alone. It, and then it explodes and he burns to death. And then you have a little urn. <laughs> so I would do that. Uh, my favorite thing was to sleep deprive them for days okay and then they just go crazy right they'd be so sleepy and then i would say hey let's go for a swim i built you this great pool let's use it and they're like no no no, i'm too tired please just let me go to bed i'm like no 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 take a dip and, and then push him in the pool with huh. my invisible god hand god hand and then i'd pause the game and take away the ladder and they'd drown it's like don't go swim <laughs> don't fall asleep in water idiot okay yeah so now, my, my question before we get, get to the sex, staying on the murder, did you feel like you their lives were too good and hubris had set in and they needed to be punished? Why did you do the murderous things to Dennis and Miriam? It was just so 
fun. Yeah. I don't think it was hubris. I think it was just the the excitement that I could take it from them, which is right. the worst option of those. I could lie to you and say, like, yeah, it's hubris. I felt they were yeah. bad people. They were good citizens. Yeah. You know, they went to bake sales in their neighborhood. They were, you know. <laughs> they were good people. They were good people. <laughs> and I thought that that needed to go away. Yeah. Now, I'm not judging because I actually think The Sims is pretty honest and creative because I have murdered probably millions yeah. of people playing first person shooters. Right. And that tries to like make it glamorous of like James Bond right. is saving the world. It's by the point. Figuring out a trick where Russians will just keep coming and I'm going right. to keep shooting them with my AK-47 until I can't see the rest of the hallway. Like, yeah. I've done creepy things like that. And Sims is at least creative. It means something when you take a life. And here's the thing is I've, I've always enjoyed the comedy of failure in yeah. virtual games. I was a terrible Oregon Trail player. <laughs> that was the, that was, okay. In uh, senior year of high school, our uh, American history teacher was also retiring. Okay. So we were all suffering from senioritis. It was the last semester of the year. Yeah. And he decided after we watched Ken Burns the West, he's like, <laughs> The grad standard for this class, your final, is making it through Oregon Trail. <laughs> and I killed them so much, he eventually just played the game for me. Just to, to pass get you me, out of there? Just to get me Did to Oregon. Did you kill Oregon. him on, pers- on purpose? Uh, No, I didn't. You were just I'm, an incompetent Oregon Trail player? I died quickly. Okay. They, a lot of dysentery. I didn't cock and float well. <laughs> I think that's safe to say that wasn't my the height of my skill. That's my favorite quote ever now. Thank you. I have a tattooed on my back. It doesn't usually get interpreted the right way. Fair Jenner, enough. But Fair enough. I know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and I never like bought enough dry goods. Like they always ran out of like jerky and seeds. <laughs> so they like starved. Okay. Anyway. But, like, I'd play Mavis Beacon a lot. Do you remember Mavis Beacon? I didn't play Mavis Beacon, no. Okay, it was a typing game. Because oh, that yes. was back when, like, Windows 96, when they were like, I guess we should teach this next generation how to type. Right. Because that seems like it might be important. So there was a part of it where, like, it was, uh, you had to type quickly, and there was a grocery checkout. Right. Um, What's it called? Like a, the like beeper? A sli- the- yeah. I don't know. Yeah, nouns are hard. It's a very, very simple word, and I'm having, scanner. I, no, it, the um, the thing they slide on the conveyor. The conveyor. Can you cut that out? <laughs> Can we just here? Let me take two. There was a game where you put the items on a conveyor belt I'm at a grocery store. I'm probably not going to cut it out. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> they put it on the conveyor belt, uh-huh. and then you had to type the thing, and if you didn't get the words right they would fall and smash on the ground okay and i would never i would purposely go out of my way to mess it up so badly that by the end of it just eggs and jam everywhere so i got i think that was my first inclination that i was like oh it can go bad yeah it can go wrong there doesn't have to be a happy ending yeah and that's the thing about the sims i'm just realizing is that i think just the excitement that the creator let you do that to them was so fun. Because honestly, like, where do you end up with that before it gets boring? Like, where do you go if you're not going to murder them? Because otherwise you're just playing house. And I can do that with my friends. I'm a child. But I can't... I'm not watching violent movies. Like, I'm not Right, so you didn't have any other outlet? Yeah, like, I wasn't 
I wasn't absorbing absorbing like a lot of bad content or anything. So my mind was like, oh, that's kind of fun that you can you can just murder them and there's no consequences. Right. And that's like it's a natural. That's so interesting that he, the creator, Will Wright, would like add into it where you can take it in any direction you want, and that's how I liked it. I liked it to have this like dramatic end to their little narratives. Right, actual freedom. Right. I mean, it was gratifying to like make a story that mattered because it was, it was like their lives meant something. Yeah, like, you I was were watching. Making... A, I was making a really good horror movie. You were making like little French art films. I was about suffering. <laughs> you could play the game in black and white. They smoked a lot. Um, okay, so tell me about having them have sex. Okay. How did that work in the game? Someone would like come over. <laughs> I don't know where they came from. You don't know where they came from. Because How did you order there were like Mirian? five they were like five houses on the block and okay. if you tried to go past that it was just gray. Okay. Like this was nothing mattered after that point. It's just was the like abyss. Before world like expansive worlds were even created. It yeah. was just like, oh, this is your street. Nothing matters beyond this. So <laughs> your your sex pool is very condensed. Very limited, yeah into one area so i i think they were kind of like a swingers community by the time i got there <laughs> so someone would come over and you like have them do the informal chats and whatever like hey how are you doing okay and then eventually things would escalate and you'd send them you had to buy a, i think a special sex bed okay like it was like heart shaped or red or something. Did it cost money like to actually oh, buy from the company? It was very expensive. Like if your Sims are going to get lucky, you're going to pay. Oh no no no! You none of the cost of things went back to anybody. Okay. It was just the rosebud. Co- like you were given a budget, okay. and then they had to get jobs to keep paying. But that's the thing is because I knew the code, they were in the one percent of their neighborhood <laughs> without ever having to work. They were like trust fund Sims. Okay, trust fund Sims. Um, so I would buy them. A bed in every room. Okay, so they could just suddenly have sex in the bathroom if they wanted. If there was a bed in there. Okay. Yeah. So, which there, I mean, why not? Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so they'd like go under the covers and they'd kind of blur it and jostle around and little hearts would come up and I found that very exciting. (laughs) And then they'd have a baby. So how old were you when you were having them uh, make sweet sim love? I want to say it was pre-bat mitzvah. I was still a Jewish child. <laughs> I wasn't a Jewish adult yet. Okay. I'm going to say like 11 or 12. Okay. I was still listening to Nickelback. <laughs> and honestly, whenever I think about this, Sam's like when I was like prepping to learn, I was like, oh, what do I talk about? I've had Nickelback stuck in my head since then. So the Sims would make love to the sweet strains of Nickelback. In my head, yeah. In your head. You'd be yeah, singing yeah. Nickelback. Like, Never was made it as a And then like, yeah, I get it, Sam. Couldn't cut it as a performance. <laughs> Sometimes I sing that in my in my car, and I'm the the thing I'm most afraid of is the phone being on. <laughs> Somebody hearing you. I would just drive into oncoming traffic <laughs> if I found that out to be true. Anyway, so they would, uh, so they'd have sex and they'd have a baby, and then what I would do with the baby. Would the baby happen immediately, or would it be like nine months later, or like, or would you have to wait in the game? Their gestation period was. They had a really quick turnaround. Okay. So they would make raucous love in their expensive velour bed. Yes, hearts everywhere. And uh, and then I, f- I almost feel like the baby would pop up next to them. So like it was almost like it happened like Mario quickly. hitting a brick, like coins fall out. They hit each other and a baby falls out. 
Is that not how it usually works in regular life? <laughs> I think so. It's real fast. I haven't done it myself. <laughs> the baby, the baby part. Okay. Because I've just had coins come out up until <laughs> it this happens. point. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, let's, let's safely say it took like two days and some years. Okay. Which was like, you know, an hour. Okay. Um, so they'd have the baby. And then what I would do when things took a turn for the worst is I would build a room around the baby with no doors. And would cry, and they couldn't get to the <laughs> child. So, would would Dennis's proper sex partner, who had birthed the baby, still be around? Well, the- I am assuming she, I had killed her a while ago, <laughs> um, or had I not? Had I let her, allowed her to live to hear the screams of her child locked into our room oh that they can't break into? It got dark, man. <laughs> this is dark. But here's here's also what happened: yes. is Will Wright again, the creator, the creator of the game, right? Was like, yeah, I don't think we can kill babies. So he made uh, these like CS, uh, CSP agents, okay. no, CPS, Child Protective Services, who would come and they'd like walk into the wall for a while and be like, how do I get, get to, to this baby. neglected baby? Right. And they couldn't. And so they would turn into pure energy and get into the room <laughs> and take the baby and they'd like... So in a way, the game was set up to judge you. If you started creating the life of Dennis the serial killer where he he makes love to a woman, murders her, and then traps a baby in a room, that the game itself would intervene. Dennis would never murder them. Okay. Dennis can't murder. Oh, Dennis Dennis can't murder. They would just die in his company. Yes. They would. Which looks suspicious. I agree. Okay. I absolutely had there been had the neighbors been coming around and had the ability to ask questions, which no. they didn't How because did I created them. Woman urinate on herself and plug in the lamp. How, How did that happen? How is she electrocuted Dennis? just out of nowhere? <laughs> uh, why is that non-room on fire? And why are there screams? No one asked the hard questions. <laughs> so, <laughs> and like a fireman would show up. Okay. And he also had the ability to, like, dissipate and move into a room that he couldn't get into. Okay. But they never died. Oh, boy. Did I... That's what I would do. Child Protective Services would come. I'd pause the game and build a room around both of them. Okay. Hoping that I could murder someone I didn't create. Never happened. Okay. Then she would disappear and get out of the house. Yeah. But the thing is, like, apparently you just have to wait for the kid to grow up. Because after he was not a child, I could kill him again. Because in theory, all Sims start out as babies. Right. So how long does it take for the baby to get to a murdering age? (laughs) (laughs) So much darker than I expected. Yeah, that's a bad (laughs) sentence. That sentence makes it seem like it wasn't a good idea. No, it was a good idea. It wasn't the moral thing to do. Right. But you were young and you're playing around with these ideas of what is life and death and it's uh, the video game sets you up to do it. Yeah, I don't I mean I don't need to justify it. I stand (laughs) by my actions. Fair enough. But now I understand that maybe there's some weight to what I did. Uh yeah, I don't know. I feel like they're ripe for the pick in around like four days, maybe. And how old were they then? Eh, Let's say twenty one. Okay. Yeah. Eh, old 25. Enough, 25. Old 25. enough to be an asshole. Old enough to have gotten comfortable in their life as an adult. Right. And that's when I would bring the axe down. <laughs> the proverbial sim axe. So you never played the game in a sort of gamified way to like try to win and do the best. You played it to play around with the ideas of life and death. Yeah, that's never been part of my personality. I would play Grand Theft Auto mm-hmm. and... Uh, 
like free play. Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. And I would like walk around. My best friend Marie and I, who also had SimCity originally, got me into The Sims. Her brothers had Grand Theft Auto and we'd sit downstairs and I would be the guy driving the car and I'd get out and be like, hey, do you have a newspaper? And like ask people for things, but beat the shit out of them mercilessly right. while I'm like trying to make conversation. <laughs> so I never, I I never play, have played a video game where A, I wasn't already terrible at it. This might just be a mask for right me just being a really like i'm i'm the person walking into walls 100 percent of the time okay i don't know how to turn around or walk as a first <laughs> game player okay so my only option is violence <laughs> to play to the, play the open open and i have yeah. a lot of fun with it i except <clears throat> for crash bandicoot i took crash bandicoot very seriously okay he i never let him die Without, like, if I were on trial for crimes against humanity and murder in a court of, like, sim law, I would bring Crash Bandicoot in to be, like, one of my, like... Your character witness? Yeah, to be like, oh, no, she's great. I got a lot of crates. I made it through a lot of levels. (laughs) She took very good care of me. I have so many plums to show for it. (laughs) And also Donkey Kong. I played a lot of Donkey Kong and really enjoyed that. Like getting, I like level games. I don't like games with open endings. I like to end. <laughs> you like to end. Things. I like to end. That's very clear. So <laughs> you play this a lot. Yeah. You you learned about life and death, and you I had sure fun did. and experimented in creativity. Yes. Uh, and learned about <laughs> sex and baby making. Yep. Why do you think back on it now? You don't play it much now. Why does it remain present in your mind? I mean, I hate to say that it shaped who I am today, but I th- I mean. I think I did develop a sense of humor from it. Mm-hmm. The levity of the darkness was really fun to me. Yeah. Because I wasn't doing it to hurt them. It was just funny. It was yeah. just, I was doing it to hurt them. Absolutely. But that was hilarious. And I thought kind of making these little movies out of it yeah. in my head added this fun narrative in a way that, you know, if it had just gone on and on, it's just life in the suburbs again. Yeah. So it's really just nostalgia. I just enjoy thinking of of that time curled up in my bed with this old stupid computer. The only other service that computers had was hamsterdance.com. Yeah. It's like I'd go to Hamsterdance <laughs> and kill Sims. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm going to say nostalgia. Okay. That's just... why I reflect on it. And it makes sense that it would uh, shape your comedic perspective because I, I, I've always thought since I was very young that it's really funny in video games to try to make them do the things that on the surface are not the point of the video game. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And also defy the rules of it was yeah. really fun. Where it's like, I know this isn't how the game's played, but I real that's why I don't like apples to apples. OK, it's like, don't I? there's like no there's three options of how to make this turn out. And no matter what, like you're not. You can't change the course of it. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. You don't want to be railroaded in games, just like you don't want to be railroaded in life. You don't want to be stuck with sailboat. You want to eat the pond scum. I want I want to eat the pond scum (laughs) so bad. I want to be deflated basketball. Let me just be deflated basketball. Have you ever heard of a video game called The Sims? Sure, I know SimCity and all the Sims. Uh Uh-huh. Um, do you ever play The Sims? Uh, no, I don't. My family does. What about you? Do you play video games? Candy Crush. <laughs> have you ever played The Sims? I have not. I'm familiar with it, and I just have never done it. Yo, yeah, The Sims, yeah. I've heard of The Sims. It's like buy houses and land and 
make a community and make a neighborhood and everything. What's the weirdest thing that you've ever made a character do? Oh, wow. I don't even know. What's the weirdest thing you would make a character do? <laughs> um, fornicate? Uh, I don't know. If we were in The Sims right now and somebody was controlling us, what do you think? Are they doing a good job? No. No, they're not. <laughs> I think they're doing a great job. Everything is good right now. The economy good. Well, the world's almost good. Who wouldn't be happy out here, right? I think they're doing a fantastic job because somehow I've been able to come from the Midwest out to this beautiful country and walk along the beach every day. And what more could you ask for? What if you were a sim and somebody was controlling you right now? Are they doing a good job? Um, well, this isn't a bad place to be, to be honest with you. So, um, a few changes would be maybe I'd be jumping off a cliff somewhere. <laughs> I like skydiving and jumping. Uh, I was going to say, like that. That's <laughs> actually, that sounds yeah. dramatic. Yeah. Um, Don't have a death wish. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. If you could control people in real life, like they do in The Sims, what would you make them do? I would make them, if I can control people in real life, I would make them uh, love one another and and uh, stop the violence and the hatred. If you could control somebody's day, what would it be like? <laughs> well, they'd probably be surfing right now or diving or in the water, because that's basically what I love to do. <laughs> um, well, I think I'd have them go do some really glamorous... Uh, at one point, I was in the art world, and I'd probably have them go off to their gallery and talk with famous people enjoy life and spew wonderful things to people. Um, okay. We're going to move on to our How Obsessed Are You questions. Wonderful. So I ask these questions of everybody. There's no judgment. You can answer however you want. I'm the least afraid of judgment at this point. We've long <laughs> since burned that bridge. There's no Fair going enough. back. Do okay. You, <laughs> do you think about The Sims every day? Um, not every day, but when I do think about it, it's like, it's a lot. Okay. And it's very, uh, with a lot of affection. So the Sims don't just gently pass through your mind. You're like, fuck it, I'm going to think about the Sims hard now. Oh, like I budget time for it? Yeah. Or it's like, okay, it's Wednesday. It's a Wednesday <laughs> and it's 4.15. It's time to talk about the Sims. It's Sims think day. Uh, No, it floats in and out a lot, actually. It's like, especially once um, Second Life started up again. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of, people were kind of getting back into simulated lives okay. it was like oh the sims and then like i wrote a joke about it and so i guess i think about it on that level okay it's like sometimes it's more like should i do that joke tonight no it's cool five years old <laughs> do you have like a, a whole bit about the sims i do oh that's awesome i do yeah I, and it could even be more elaborate yeah but i don't know oh i, I want to hear that okay i'm gonna i'm gonna make a personal <laughs> request for that the next time i Wonderful. see you do comedy i can i can make that happen excellent would you start a conversation with a random stranger about the sims absolutely i would i feel like like okay you and i are at a bus stop right we've never met before cool i bring the sims up i try to find a way to interject <laughs> it in casually. any conversation <laughs> i have immediately uh -huh. and i find out that either you also did played the sims the way i did or appreciate kind of the idea of of that french art death sex films yeah in the sims we would then become best friends instantly yeah i don't care what your past includes i now know that you're worth 
keeping in my life forever. Worth the investment, right. Right. So even in casual conversation, it's like, are you worth it? It's a litmus test. Yeah. Cool. That's great. Uh, Would you get a tattoo inspired by the Sims? (laughs) Do you already have a Sims tattoo? I do. You do? Can Can you tell what it is? I don't have a tattoo. You of the liar! Sims. I was hoping if you didn't ask, I could get one in time. <laughs> Just real quick. To be like, no, look. Oh, I don't is. demand to see the tattoo. No. Uh, so, would you ever get a Sims tattoo? Maybe like one of the little the little urns that they turn into <laughs> after would be fun. Like on my ankle. Yeah. Yeah. Is the urn distinctive enough that other Sims players would recognize that as oh a Sims urn? Like it would be a conversation starter, or would it be just for you? I think I think that one's just for me. If someone here's the thing is I love The Sims, but if someone saw my ankle tattoo, which would probably be like less than an inch yeah. big of a urn, and they were like, "Oh, a Sims urn," I would be like, "Please leave." Me <laughs> That recognition would be a little much for me. Okay. So the the bus stop encounter with a stranger is, is fun bonding. But if they zero in on your Sims tattoo, that's too much. Well, when you put it like that, maybe I'm maybe I'm off base. But I think tattoos are different. It's a personal tattoos thing. Tattoos are different. It's just the instant recognition of that kind of an urn would be a little unsettling. Here's it would be a little unsettling, right. not a deal breaker. Right. Because it's not just recognizing, oh, the Sims, it's a symbol of death in the Sims. Right. Which let's chat. I mean, I have no place to be judgmental <laughs> about that as I'm thinking of it. So that's fine. Yes. Would you... Uh, well, this is a dumb question. I ask all these questions regardless, it's and not, then sometimes they, they match up. No. Uh, would you write slash fiction about The Sims? But you kind of already did by playing it. I have, I think. But have you written, like, actual oh, slash oh, fiction? I literally thought you meant slash fiction. Yeah. Like slasher fiction. Oh, no, not like slasher. Not, not like, like murder, murder. But like <laughs> sexy times. Yeah. I would, absolutely. Yeah. Erotic fan fiction about yeah. The Sims. Yeah, I could recount some more of the interpersonal <laughs> stuff I gave them <laughs> when they were writhing around in their little bed. <laughs> some of the pillow talk that Dennis and Mirian had. Yep. Uh, would you break up with someone? I know you're married, but in theory, would you break up with someone who didn't like The Sims? I don't know why being married makes that not an option. <laughs> All right. Would you divorce your husband? I would husband? divorce my husband <laughs> if he wasn't. I mean, I might leave him over this bangs thing of him not being as he he likes my bangs, but he's yeah. not into him as much as I am. I right. might leave him for that. I'll just lump in the Sims thing. The Sims is as part of secondary. It. Yeah, but also I I don't think I'd be with someone in the first place who wasn't like, yeah, the Sims are fine. Yeah, yeah. Now, a side question about the bangs please your husband's just he's tired of you being obsessed with them he's so he wants to hear some other topics hearing me talk about it okay he's so tired of i think he thought once the conversation about whether or not i should get them ended he was scot-free yeah and then surprise sequel not the case now it's worse than ever <laughs> it's uh it's really escalated quite rapidly okay and he can't deal with it okay uh, my next question here, mm-hmm. would you cosplay as The Sims at a convention? I do every day as a walking <laughs> simulated person. Fair enough. If you're going to like San Diego Comic-Con or one of the big conventions right. and you were trying to communicate to people, I'm dressed oh, up as something and I like The Sims. Would, yeah, that would be really fun. I mean, I could... I could set my I could set myself on fire in a way like not literally <laughs> in protest. Yeah. Um people are like why are you sitting on the lawn of the White House on fire? It's like Sims cosplay. <laughs> yeah, I would I would like do a thing where it's like either on fire or like 
maybe drowning, like maybe get okay. some fabric like under my neck or right. something. And then write Sims. Because I think everybody is aware of how you can play the Sims yeah. and appreciates that. So I think it would be identifiable if you like gave them enough information to figure with out the suit. Yeah. I'm dressed up as the fun Sims, the real right. Sims. Right. Sims after hours. Sims after hours. Nice. Uh, my last how obsessed uh, are you question is if you could not play the Sims without you or someone you love first being punched in the crotch, would you still play the Sims? I mean, it would just make it better. <laughs> I think at this point, it's, it would just enhance the deviancy. It would just, it would like make it more dangerous than it already is. The stakes would be higher. <laughs> yeah. How hard is the punch? It's graze. It's a graze. It's it's just enough to make it's you think not, about life. It's not like an uppercut. No, like, no. To the balls. It's from not the best angle. So it's, it's like more fr- about. It's like front on. It's front on. Like and a it's chicken more about punch. A chicken, it's a chicken punch. A chicken punch to the crotch. And it's more about the fear of like, is this going to hurt really bad or not? And like, it's just. This... Oh my. That makes it worse. Yeah. That like the anticipation of how bad yeah. it's going to be. The severity of the punch, of the chicken punch. <laughs> it's a real. It's a real shame. Uh, yeah, no, my answer doesn't change. Yeah, you would, you would take it. I would forsake anything. For the Sims. For if you were like, we'll cut your bangs off, <laughs> I'd say no. I might add that to my how I'm so sorry. Oh, please do. Would you cut your own or someone else's bangs off? <laughs> I would rather That's... hobble my own husband. <laughs> than lose your bangs. Like in Misery, you know how yeah. she does it? Like that, I would do, I yeah. would like break his ankles with a mallet before i let someone cut my bangs did you ever do that to the sims guy to dennis oh god if there's an extension pack sure there's a hobble oh option oh god if i played it again i would do it like misery where it's like i'd get him in a car accident and be like oh you're a novelist i love your novels and then i'd just make them lay in bed and write and then i'd break their ankles and murder them Oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, I've been asking people to make a noise to sum up their obsession. Can you make a noise that sums up your obsession with The Sims? Ah! <laughs> Just a guttural scream. <laughs> Did Dennis scream? They, f- they like, flail. They kind of, they like... Sort of a, a, like, Kermit if he was dying. Yeah, or you know the um, air-filled, wiggly car dealership? Oh, yeah. Balloons? Kind of like that. Okay. Kind of, like, violent, but tired but like i'm dying and these cars are on a great discount exactly like that (laughs) that's exactly what it's like excellent uh i've also been rating people's obsessions now you seem like you are pretty obsessed but you don't actively do this all the time it's it's like you said part of it is the obsession with thinking through the past and the beauty of it so i'm gonna say i'm gonna give you like four out of seven dennis's Oh, it's a seven so Dennis scale? Yeah, it's a seven Dennis scale. I think you're at about a four. Does I that think seem a four fair? is absolutely fair, especially now compared to like, like I told you earlier, I haven't had an obsession for, I get really, really into things. So that's not fair to say. I don't have like one long ex- extended okay. obsession. But in the heat of my bangs ex- obsession, that's a seven Dennis on the Dennis scale. Yeah. So now knowing what that's like, comparing it to Sims. To anything. To anything. To drinking water is a four. On a, is a four Dennis. <laughs> it's a four Dennis. Fair enough. Uh, is there anything that you would like to plug? Where can people find you on social media? Um, uh, Twitter at Phoebe Bottoms, P-H-O-E-B-E, uh, with that. And 
uh, at Comedy Palace LA is my room every Thursday at nine. Nice. It's really fun. Yeah. This week is a good show. My mom's in town. So we're doing, <laughs> I don't know what we're doing for that. Maybe <laughs> she'll, maybe she'll host with me. Oh yeah. That'd be great. I think, I'm, yeah. I Does think your mom do stand up? She doesn't do stand up, but she's a dancer and a, she, we're, my whole family's in theater. So she's right. definitely not like, oh, don't bring me up on stage. She'll probably just like act, do like a, imitations of animals or something like that. <laughs> it's pretty much the only skill I have. Uh, <laughs> Thanks to my upbringing. And then what else? I've got shows in Minneapolis in June. I think the 17th and 18th. Oh, cool. I'm uh, at the Corner Bar. Awesome. So that'll be fun. And that's, I think those are like the main things right now. Awesome. And that's just a straight uh, stand-up show at yeah, Comedy Corner Underground? Yeah, it's Triple Feature. Yes. Yeah. Uh, triple Feature. So it's uh, three of us doing feature sets awesome. in a row. It sh- it'll be really fun. Cool. That's great. Uh, so final questions don't have anything to do with your obsession, but they can if you want. All right. If you could control an animal with your mind, what kind of Sloth. animal? Nice. I would, you like how Ant-Man like makes them all, all the ants come to him. Yeah. I would do that. With, it would take, it would take, it would take a really long, long, long time. time. All of the by sloths the time, come to me. By the time I'm like, like maybe my grandchildren would get them. Right. By the time they all crawled to me. But that's what I would do. I'd just be like, come here, sloth. That'd be great if you wanted to like, fill up your show yeah. at Comedy Palace. Like, sloths, slowly make your way to Comedy Palace. Yes. Let's meet at the Chinese restaurant, sloths. <laughs> slowly make their way up the stairs. There's one at the LA Zoo. I feel like it would take him less time. Yeah, he'd get there pretty quick. I just a like couple weeks. San Diego Zoo, sloths. Yeah. I don't know, maybe like six Two years? Two yeah. years is probably six, more six accurate. Six months, two years? Yeah. If you could burn a word into the moon so everyone could see that one word... What word would you burn into the moon? Uh, bangs. <laughs> that's bangs. just the first. That's, the that's that's how bad it is. It's not the best word. It's not what I'd really choose. It's yeah, the it's only word th- I can think of. It's all you can see in front of you right now is it's bangs. Literally and metaphorically. <laughs> bangs. I would love that because I think most people would probably interpret that as oh the hair, but it might seem a little threatening, like like multiple gunshots. Yeah. Bangs. Bangs. It's. It's so abstract. And ups- <laughs> it's like almost the most upsetting thing to have on the moon. Yeah. Because you wasted it. You wasted burning so one word cavalier. into the moon. It's so cavalier that it's like, oh my God, she means she doesn't care yeah. what word goes on the moon. You might as well like burn a shrugging emoji in there. Yeah. It's not, it's not peace. It's not love. It's not great deals on cars. <laughs> bangs. Hashtag my Twitter handle. Nothing. It's just bangs. <laughs> Uh, this is the final question for everyone on the podcast. Okay. Are you ready? I am ready. What is happiness? Happiness is watching a sim burn to death in a room by himself. Happiness is fresh bangs on a Thursday afternoon. <laughs> happiness is sloths slowly making their way up from Costa Rica. <laughs> happiness is those things. Those are all great answers. Thank you. Thank you very much. Absolutely. That is our podcast. You've been listening to Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. Never made it as a wise man. Couldn't cut it as a poor man stealing. Tired of living like a blind man. Sick of sighing without a sense of feeling. And this is how bangs remind me. This is how Bangs remind me of who I really am. This is how bangs remind me of who I really am. It's not like you to say sorry. 
I'm tired of hearing about your bangs. <laughs> this time I'm mistaken for bangs and you were heart worth breaking. I've been down. I've been wrong. I had a life that I didn't have bangs with. These five words in my head. Scream, are we having bangs yet? Bangs. Bangs. Are we having bangs yet? Bangs. Bangs. Are we having fun yet? It's not like you didn't know that. I said I love bangs and I swear I still do. And it must have been so bad. Cause living with bangs must have damn near killed you. And this is how bangs remind me. This is how bangs remind me of who I really am. This is how bangs remind me. <laughs>